Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Eggery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% Need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard. Whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone. In spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code. It's not about the salary, it's all about reality and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up. That means when he puts it down, Tox's picking it up. Let's go. Who the hell is he anyway? He never really talks much, never concerned with status, but still even in starstruck. Humble through opportunities given despite the fact. Well, I can say like every practice is, is a competition. Uh, we treat every practice like a game. And the offensive line, man, they, they give it to us every every uh, practice. Like Coach Pitt has a saying that, uh, you know, the other guy in front of you is on scholarship too. And I can tell you now that their front five, their mamas don't never have to pay a word about uh, college. So, yeah, they, they give us a run for our money every day, and we just get better as a whole. You know, iron sharp as iron. The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O Tires. With locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires. They have everything you need to fit your budget and style. All right, that was Cam Ball talking about the offensive line. Been a lot of questions about the offensive yep. line. Defensive line got a lot of praise from Coach Pittman after a scrimmage over the weekend, 115 plays in all, and we'll just have to take their word for it. But the defensive line was kind of the star of the show, according to Coach. So what does that mean for the offensive line? We hear from Cam Ball. He's nothing but praise for his teammates on the other side. Here's Cam on the D-line after the scrimmage. Okay, I can say, like, all of us, we was hungry as a whole. Um, you can tell that the chemistry is really there. We all played together. You know, it was all one, all on one accord. And basically, we just gave a preview of how it's going to be this season. Okay. Mm-hmm. We also have a caller who is very concerned about the Arkansas special teams, although he does not want to hear from Scott Fountain ever again. Um, but he's also worried about the punting. So I'm like, well, you can't have it both ways. Anyway, apparently um, Cam is kicking the ball really well. Yes, had a uh, 58-yard field goal, and Coach said it had been good for a lot further. 58 and a 54 on Saturday, according to stats supplied by the U of A. They could tell me he made one from 100. I couldn't dispute it. <laughs> no one saw it, except for them. Earlier in the week, they had a video of him hitting a 60-yarder in practice. I can't believe the guy's leg, Pittman said. Well, I'll let you hear it from him. We punted the heck out of the ball. We had one uh, with the with the uh, twos. We had one bad punt all day, and the rest of them they were bowing that thing. And hmm. uh, uh, we made we make all our field goals except for one. Ford Ford made his. Cam missed his first one. We had a little bit of bobble on the uh, the hold. Uh, but at the end of the scrimmage, we put 13 seconds, one timeout. We were on the 46-yard line, and we got up to the 40, called timeout, and Cam came in there and busted a 58-yard, and it could have went 68. Mm. That would be a record. Yeah, that's a long one. He says, I wish we had this clip. He's just a little old bitty fella, but man, he can kick. I'll little tell you fella. what, he, he's fast, too. Maybe we can have a fake with him. He's fast, and he's powerful, and man, he's kicking good. He's hitting him. He's got a, he's got a leg. Two technically, but uh, and then Max Fletcher's who he was talking about punting the heck out of the ball, so they were pleased with the punting mm-hmm. game, which concerned all of us last year. I don't think anybody was pleased with that, and I'll probably say it a few more times before camp's over. But that's an area they definitely need to improve. Mm. But Cam is a guy you can count on. Yeah, Fletcher was a little, he was a disappointment last year. Came in Australian kid. Good night, Mike. Yes, and uh, thought he was going to. Uh, it also didn't help that his booming balls. His brother was the kicker at Cincinnati, and he was very good. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Kicker or punter? Punter, I mean. Yep. Punter. Yeah. I mean, he heard so many good things uh, in practice, but it just it was one of those where it, the what happened in practice didn't translate into the game. Right. And maybe with that experience, feels a little better, more relaxed, and does better this year. Christian, he's got the benefit of that thin Ohio air, you know. Yeah, Max, it's a little muggy down here. Yeah, yeah Max humidity. didn't get a, didn't yeah, get a chance to travel. Take a, yeah, it's all the things. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, it was rough last year. That was that was not fun to see. 
So that's an area that uh, I imagine they'll be improved upon. <laughs> so fun. We're talking about punters. Well, that's I mean, awesome. listen, I mean, when it was egregiously bad. It was as bad as I can remember it, mm-hmm. you know? No. I mean, when you have like 30-yard punts with no hang time, right. it, it's, you know, it's one He's thing like, to have a 30, 35-yard punt and it's just way up there and the guy catches it and has nowhere to go, but it's like a 30-yard line drive, he catches it and returns yeah. it for 10, 15 yards, and you're just like, God, that, that netted nothing. It's like, boy, that punt was low. Yeah, but at least it was short. Oh, no, that's not good. No, we don't like that at all. Anyway, I, I expect nothing but uh, upside there, so that's good. It's nice to have a kicker you can count on, too, and uh, a lot of other pieces, so we'll see. More uh, more scrimmage talk coming whenever they decide to give it to us. So, there. Fresh, hot off the presses. Yes. The Associated Press Top 25 has just been released within the last 11 minutes. Talk to me, Goose. Let me guess. George is number one. You're correct. Ding, ding, ding. Where's the bell? I'll get it for you. Thank okay. you. Um, Alabama's not number two. No, they're not. Alabama's not number three? No, they're not. How about that? Alabama's four? Look at me. Wow, you're a genius. Two is... I have no idea. Uh, why are you pointing over there? Chair? Who usually sits there? Um, Michigan's number two. Joe Klein. Michigan. Notre Dame. Oh, Pigskin. Pigskin. Okay. Wow. Michigan's number two. That's a bit of a surprise. No, I'm Michigan's surprised. number two. I mean, maybe they deserve it. Is that. LSU three? Nope. Ohio State? Wow. Ohio State's number three. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Number five would be... LSU. 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 So Arkansas, guys are on a roll. All Arkansas has to do to win the West is beat two of the top five teams in America or <laughs> yes. finish better than them. Yes, That's fine. Yes, you, you're, yeah. Uh, at least they don't have to play Georgia. That's true, Wes. Yeah. Thank God for the small favors. Yes. Uh, USC? Six is, wow. Do you have the list in front of I you? I do not. That's awesome. I'm completely winging it. I was a little surprised USC was up that high. I mean, I know they got the quarterback, the yeah. quarterback defending Heisman Trophy winner and all that. but They're, Well, here's a good thing for them. They're going to have weapons. They've got a great quarterback. They've got a coach who's accomplished. Mm-hmm. They can't be any worse defensively. Can they? No, they okay. cannot be any worse defensively. We said that, we've said that said before. Said that about Arkansas before. Well, if they're the exact same, they're still going to win a lot of games. I mean, they were one win away from making the playoff last year. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're right. Uh, Penn State is seven. Hmm. Uh, Look at the Big Ten. Yeah. That's what? crazy. Do they have a good quarterback finally? That's high. Yeah. That is really high. Yeah, it's three of the top seven. That's amazing. Heck, you can, yeah, three of the top seven. Uh, Florida State comes in at number eight. Yeah, I'd put them at I Jordan Travis. I don't, I don't know enough about Penn State, but I would definitely put uh, returning starter for Penn State, Nick Singleton, their running back, wide receiver, O-line, 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 O-line. They do have one of the best O-linemen in the country. He Joey could, Porter Jr. plays corner for them. He doesn't anymore. Well, he's listed here. He plays in Pittsburgh Steelers now. He's in the NFL? Yeah. Oh, this is from January. This, mm. this list Maybe is no he doesn't good. play for the Pittsburgh Steelers, but he's in the NFL. Okay. Um, all right, I'm going to look this up. It says 14 stars. I can't believe that they're ranked that high. They must have their quarterback. Uh, it says a couple of rising stars in quarterback Drew Aller and a couple of running backs they mentioned here. So it is a new quarterback? That's pretty high for a team that's mm-hmm. breaking a new quarterback, right? Yeah. Am I crazy? No, you're not. I am, but not going to They may that. have a uh, transfer. Okay. If you find a... Updated story. Yeah. I would guess a transfer, but maybe not. Who's this rising star, Nick Aller? I don't know him. Hmm. Joey Porter Jr. is with the Pittsburgh Steelers. That was correct. Look at you. Uh, Florida State's eight. Clemson, out of the ACC, number nine. And Washington from the Pac-12, number ten. Washington. Wow, Pac-12's got some good teams. Do they? USC and Washington. Yeah. Just this year they do. Drew Aller's a true freshman. Huh. Oh, that was last year. He's a, he's a sophomore, sophomore now. Sorry. He appeared in 10 games, 35 of 63, 44, four touchdowns, ran for 52 yards on 18 attempts. Okay. All right, to the uh, second top 10, uh, number 11, probably the most overrated team. Always. Texas. Texas. Notre Dame? Oh. Texas. Yeah, good. <laughs> yeah, good. Well, uh, number, 1A1. 1A1. Yeah. <laughs> number 12 is Tennessee. Okay. So that's your next SEC team. No problem. They with that. finished the year at number six last year, and they uh, will start the year at number twelve. Notre Dame, your other overrated team, is next at thirteen. Utah is fourteen. Of course, they'll open the season uh, home against uh, Florida. Florida. Mm-hmm. That'll be a fun game. Oregon, fifteen. Kansas State, sixteen. TCU drops uh, at the end of the year two to seventeen. Oregon State is eighteen. Really? Yeah. No. Yeah, they got a good quarterback. Huh. They were pretty decent last year. I think they maybe won like eight games. How come nobody wants them then? Because they usually are terrible at everything. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Wisconsin at 19. Another overrated team at 20. Oklahoma. Maybe. They definitely have a lot of name cachet. Do we expect TCU to be good? I don't really. New quarterback. And what was his name? He was so much fun to watch. Mm-hmm. He, he Max a, Duggan. Yeah, Duggan meant a lot to that team. Mm-hmm. I, I'm Chandler sure Morris, their quarterback? N- no way. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I think he's in competition, yeah. Last I saw, it looked like he was 1A, mm. but there was a battle going on. Well, uh, he was you, expected to start last year, wasn't he? Yes, and he got hurt. Yeah. Yep. Uh, North Carolina is number 21. Great Ole Miss, man. number 22. Texas A&M, number 23. Uh, roll your eyes. Are they going to lose a game before they play Arkansas? I hope not. Yeah, look at their schedule. They start with New Mexico week one. Well, they won't lose that. Tulane is 24. They finished the year number nine last year. And Tulane was really good last year. I didn't realize they were the top ten in the wow, at that's the crazy. Year. That's right. That's and number awesome. 25, Iowa. If you were to expand the poll, unfortunately, it's not the top 30, but Arkansas would be in it at number 30. Yay. Yeah. That's not bad. Also receiving votes, Texas Tech, South Carolina, UCLA, UTSA, then Arkansas. Um, this says this is a story from July on Fan Nation, and it says Chandler Morris won the position battle out of fall camp. Hmm. Oh, but that was the year before. Mm-hmm. So I, I would assume he's got to be the front runner to be the starting quarterback. And don't forget that uh, besides UCA playing Oklahoma State in week one, Arkansas State will play number 20 Oklahoma in week one. That is a prime time. That's the uh, 11 o'clock game. It's like one of the first games that morning. Texas A&M schedule. New Mexico, Miami, Ooh. Louisiana Monroe, Auburn. They could have two losses. Oh, calm down. They, they could, could lose to Miami. Miami blows. Do they? They have. They, yeah, they another, always get, they're one of those teams that usually get overhyped. Thank them. you. There's another yeah. one. Put them on the list. Yeah. Two overhyped teams. Where's the game? Neutral or at Miami? or uh, at, at Miami. Okay. I'll give you that. They could. could be interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, they lost to App State last year. So Who's the coach there now? Mm-hmm. Okay. Pretty In hard. Auburn? I mean, could. could. I don't think we expect Auburn to be that good, though, do we? No. no. I don't expect Auburn to beat them. Where's that game? Auburn's got to find a quarterback. Have to pull it back up. Auburn receives some votes, not many. Seven. They were well behind Arkansas. Oh, their head coach at Miami is Mario Cristobal. Okay. Oh, I forgot right. about that. Yeah. So, let's see. you got three SEC teams in the top five with Georgia, Alabama, LSU. And then the Big Ten has three in the top seven with Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State. Auburn's at home for Texas A&M. Okay. That's two tough road games for A&M. Have to go to Miami and to the Plains. Auburn's home or A&M's home? Uh, Texas A&M is home for Auburn. Oh, I thought you said... Well, the way he said it, you could have gotten it either way. Yes. Uh, I'm not worried about them losing. I think they'll be 4-0, and Arkansas will uh, have a chance to upset them. Hmm. If they go 4-0, what are they in the rankings, we think? Top 15? Depends what everybody else does, right? Yeah. But, I mean, beating Miami and Auburn... Yeah, those are good, solid wins, for sure, if they can get there. So, that'd be, yeah, around... yeah, like you said, but they'll be a top twenty team for sure. Maybe I either want them to 15. be four and zero or two and two, and I want them to have uh, divisiveness between the head coach and the mm-hmm. offensive coordinator, and be very vulnerable to an Arkansas loss. That's what I'd like. Well, two and two would be ideal then. Yes. <laughs> the divi- if they're four and zero, they're they're happy. They're winning, right? They're Maybe. finding a way to make this work. Yeah. We've a lot of stuff uh, talk about Brandon Allen over on the text line because. We were trying to figure out what happened. He, was, he wasn't released by the Bengals. He was a free agent okay. and chose to sign with the 49ers. And it was back in the connection I was talking about. He had he obviously played watched, for one of the coaches. He's obviously watched some Trey Lance and some Sam Darnley. He's like, I'm as good as these bums. I could certainly get a spot over there. So it, he's thinking I can be a starter? I don't know about that. I think I Purdy's pretty well installed okay, in that Okay, if role. you're not going to be a starter, why not re-sign with Cincinnati? And I mean, that's a great situation. Back up to Joe Burrow. <clears throat> Have, you Have you ever been to San Francisco? Have you ever been to Cincinnati? It's a lot better okay. town. Point made. I mean, it is, this isn't exactly the vintage years of San Francisco, but it's still better than What about Cincy. the taxes, though, in California? It's a great point. Niners are a better situation, I would think, though. I mean, Joe Burrow's 100% going to be the starter. Yeah. If Brock Purdy is going to be the starter, but... If Purdy plays if poorly, he, he can get benched. Then, yeah. If Burrow plays poorly a little bit, they're not going to bench him. Nah, yeah. <laughs> At least not anytime soon. Plus, mm-hmm. I don't expect him to play poorly, so it doesn't matter. Also, the Niners may be the second best team in the NFC. Maybe. I like the way yeah. you raised your voice there, like you went up an octave, but you're probably right. 
Okay. Last Friday, I, and we never got to it, but I uh, had pulled up the strength of schedule for all the NFL teams, and San Francisco has one of the easiest schedules. And when you look at what they have coming back and the schedule that they have, they are my pick to win the NFC. Uh, if I was to make a futures bet on winning the NFC, it would be the 49ers because their schedule is so much easier than Philadelphia's and Dallas's. Helps that their division is terrible. Yes. Also. I'm biased, obviously, but I think I'm going to bet, I'm going to put a futures wager on the Saints to win the South, mm-hmm. which they should anyway. But mm-hmm. They probably should, yeah. If they can just overcome this running back issue early. They do have a ton of receivers, though. Throw if it. car plays well, they'll be fine. Yeah. Throw it around. Yeah. Weren't the Falcons kind of decent last year, despite being the Falcons had a lot good. of near misses, yep. and they yeah. had the Mariota, you know, quarterback. Debacle. Yep. So anyway, they're they're going with the uh, future this year. What is it, Ritter? But, yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure Ritter's any good, but we'll see this year. I think that's true. Uh, you want to join us six six one one zero three seven? You can uh, hit us up on the first. I'm sorry, on the Southern Structural Solutions text line. We're just talking about that. 501-661-1037 for that, too. And Asher Wrecker live fan feedback. Most improved regular season team. I got a list here. This is from Bet Online. <clears throat> the Chicago Bears are the favorite to be the most improved team. Well, what, two wins to... Three eight, wins? Eight. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> Broncos second, Texans third... I, you know, that's a team that we have not talked about at all. Mm-mm. Houston. Mm-mm. I mean, other than with Clint the other day. Right. And obviously Stroud didn't have a particularly good start, but they've got some time left in camp. Colts, Saints at 9-1. and 9-1, uh, to one, rather. And then the Jets, 10-1. to one. The Colts also have one of the easiest schedules in the NFL. And you look at their team, and now I know they got running back problems, so they're trying to figure that out. But their defense is good. Um they it's quarterback. That, it's I, a quarterback issue. Yeah, quarterback's going to be the big thing for them. Are you guys playing fantasy this year? Yeah. Yeah. I always do. I'm not in a fantasy league. Why not? I don't have I one. I think we should start a buzz fantasy league and I, just all have a fantasy league together. If you want to be commissioner, I'm fine. Well, you've been in the, in the past. In the, I played uh, first time ever last year, but it was a crappy league because there was no money involved. I'm like, this mm-hmm. is dumb. This is pointless. I didn't care if I won or lost. Like, I'm sorry. I'm not motivated by Pride. bragging rights. It was nice winning. And I paid some attention to my roster, but I didn't care that much. Yeah, Chris, you want to do one? Yeah, I'll see uh, about... I bet we could get ten guys. Yeah. Let's see, the three sure. of us. I bet Rain, Randy would do it. Trey would do it. Uh, Dustin would do it. Yep, I think so. And then all the John morning... And, I think John all the morning and, guys and John and Joe would. Yeah. Yeah. That's I'm, eight for sure, even if the morning guys don't do it. Yep. I mean, I think Hope for sure would. So... Yeah, if we can get ten, it'd be worth yeah, it. Yeah, I think we could get ten. How mm-hmm. much are we getting play, pay? Thousand. <laughs> Everybody put ten bucks in. I, I uh, watched the YouTube special with mm-hmm. Bryson DeChambeau and Phil Mickelson. Yeah, they teamed up, and it was a two-man nine-hole event. Yeah, it was good. It was very well done. Mickelson's a character. I mean, it was great. He, he's talking you through shots before he hits them. It, it's worth the watch. Just go to YouTube and, and do a little search. But it, it was fun. They said they're going to be doing more of these, basically like the Wednesday or Thursday before the live event um, started. I guess probably Thursday since they don't start till Friday. Uh, they went out and played a nine-hole match, uh, two two-man uh, teams. Could, it was fun. It's yeah. very. It's only like thirty-eight minutes, so it's quick. Watch. That could be a good way to draw people into the live. That's about all I. That's the first time I've heard something from the live that actually is interesting to me. Lewis, what's up? How are you? Hey, doing good. How are you doing, Justin? Good, Wes, good, sir. Good. Ready for football? Yeah. Oh man, what are you talking about, bro? Me too. Can't wait. Um, hey. Um, yeah, I was hoping Brandon Allen would stay with Cincinnati because now he's with San Francisco and. Uh, you know, I'm a Brandon Allen fan, but I can't. I got to root against him now, so I, I hate that. Well, yeah, if you can root for him to play well and them still to lose, I suppose. Are you a Cowboys fan? Absolutely. Yeah, I got you. What do you think of Deuce? Deuce Vaughn? Ah, uh, I, I really didn't even watch. I didn't watch the game yesterday because I had to work, hmm. and I forgot to record it. So it's my bad. I'm, maybe it'll be on the NFL Network today, and I, I can watch it. Because they replay them, so yeah, they didn't fill a network. Yep. But uh, but one thing I wanted to ask you guys, since you guys are both golfers, um, and I love to watch it, are you guys going to go and get one of those putters that Lucas 
uh, has now. No. Lover. I never was interested in the long putter thing. And putting's not my issue. It's everything else. <laughs> so I should get some. Maybe I should get a long five iron or something. I don't know. But yeah, whatever I'm doing is not working, Lewis. But putting ain't my ain't my problem. So, so your problem is uh, from the tee, huh? Tee, fairway. You're a good iron player. Around the green, sometimes when I'm playing, I haven't played. Your, I just, your biggest problem's chipping. I just don't care about golf right now. I'm just. I'm got a bad attitude about it. I'm yeah. just not going to touch golf clubs again until next year, and that's fine. We'll start all over. Hmm. So it's fine. Oh wow! What, yeah. What happened? What? What happened? What happened? I don't know. I just don't care. I, don't, I go through these phases with golf. I, I went several years without playing golf at all. Hmm. So, anyway, it's fine. I know it's there if I want to go play again. See, he's good enough to where you can just pick him back up and start hitting. It'll him take again. a while, but I'm not going to lose anything by taking a year <laughs> off. I mean, I played two rounds this year. I think three hmm. rounds, maybe. So I just don't yeah, care. You might actually play, play better. Probably so. Uh, you know, come back, come back fresh and everything. No doubt. Know. Yep. Uh, all right, all man. Right, guys. Well, I appreciate the call. Yeah, have a good day. Yeah. You ever thought about getting a long putter? No. No, I'm a good putter. Wow. I guess, uh, yeah. I mean, he must have long arms, so it would be hard to kind of make that work anyway because <laughs> yeah. you're so good at patting yourself on the back. Well, there's one thing I, I can hang my hat on. I, I can putt the ball. As opposed to what? Somebody who misses putts all the time. Well, if you weren't putting the ball, what would you, what would you I be mean, putting? I mean, I say that as I can roll the ball. I'm, I'm, I'm a good putter. Yep. And humble, too. L.C., Hey, guys. What's up? Are y'all watching Big Three at all? Not right this minute. I have not watched any of it, no. Uh, Well, Joe hit a Big Three yesterday to take him to the, I guess, the finals round. Joe Joe Johnson is still playing in the Big Three? Yeah, he is. Yes. Golly. How much money do those guys make, Christian? I'm not even sure. They're loving him, too, man. They're all over him. But Fargo's playing, and he's got a brother. Apparently, yeah, Jeremy Fargo and Gennaro. Yeah, like if without him, with him and Joe, they might win this thing hmm. because this dude can shoot. Hmm. I don't know if you had any background on him at all. And uh, I remember did him. You but get it's... my Burks, my Burks message. That's the only thing else I was going to ask. You. Your yeah. what message? Traylon didn't play. Burks. Oh no. Yeah, I was wondering what was up with that. Maybe your Titans guest might know when when he gets on possibly. Yeah, Chris Harris going to join us on the other side. We could ask him. Jeremy Pargo is hey, the guys. one playing with Joe Johnson. Thanks. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think he played at Gonzaga. <clears throat> Gennaro is an assistant coach in the NBA. Is he? Yeah. Okay. Maybe with the Pacers. I could be wrong. All right. Well, I guarantee your guess is better than ours. It is 10 or 10. 11:28. Chris Harris is going to join us coming up after the break. He is a coach now with the Titans and we will talk to him about the upcoming season and obviously we'll ask him about Traylon Burks too. Also, have you guys seen the rendering of their new stadium that's coming out in a couple of years? Looks pretty cool. Ridiculous. Although nobody has a stadium that's new, and you're like, oh, that's pretty yeah, average. Yeah. But theirs looks really cool. So I don't know where they're putting it, though. Because the one that they have now is in a perfect spot. Yeah, but if you, you if you tear that down, you have nowhere to play until the new one's built. So I don't even right. understand. Can you build it in the parking lot next to it and then tear it down after the new one's open? Then where do people park to see I, your games? I don't know that, Christian. I don't have answers. <laughs> but, I mean, that's a bigger issue. Wouldn't you rather have parking issues than have... Playing issues. Where does Vanderbilt play? No one knows. No, they, play, they have an on-campus, on-campus site. They have an on-campus. They're going through a major renovation right now. Yes, they should. That program's on the rise. North and south end zones were uh, torn down, and they're building uh, like big suites, luxury oh. boxes, loge boxes. Dozens of people will be pouring into there for I guess, games. worst case scenario, you <clears throat> could tear down your old one, play at Vanderbilt, which they probably won't do because it's a bad idea, and then rebuild where Nissan was? Yeah, we'll ask. I bet Coach has some insight on that, too. Anyway, Chris Harris joining us after the break. It is 11:29. Big O Tires right now. Got a good deal for you. Go to the website, bigotires.com slash deals. Always a great selection of tires. They have the brand name tires, and they have the Big O Tire. Don't sleep on that Big O Tire. It's a good tire. Also, they'll work on your vehicle. Alignment, brakes, whatever you need. Big O Tires has mechanics right there to help you out. They do a lot more than just tires. Two great locations. In Conway, it's on Hark Rider. In Con- and Cabot, it's on Prospect Court, right in front of Kroger. Big O Tires, the team we trust. Listen for Birthday Trivia in the Zone, brought to you by Elia's Mexican Grill. Headed to the hill, take exit 108 from either direction for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. Elia's in Moralton. This 
the Sports Center. In the NBA over the weekend, Pau Gasol, Dwayne Wade, Dirk Nowitzki, Tony Parker, and Greg Popovich were all inducted into the Naismith Hall of Fame. Also, it was reported that the 76ers are shutting down trade talks revolving around James Harden and plan for him to be in training camp. Harden, on the other hand, does not plan to report. This morning at an event in China, he called the 76ers GM Daryl Morey a liar, and he will not be part of an organization that he's part of. And in the media, ESPN has added Doc Rivers and former Golden State Warriors GM Bob Myers to be part of their NBA coverage for the 2023-24 season. Rivers will be on the broadcast table with Mike Breen and Doris Burke, while Myers will be an in-studio analyst. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Hey, Central Arkansas, are you getting piggy with it and ready for some football? Donate blood with Our Blood Institute at Select Mobile Blood Drives August 21st to the 27th for your chance to win one of two grand prize football packages that include a pair of September 2nd Little Rock game tickets, one-night hotel stay, and game day swag. All blood donors will receive a limited edition football-themed T-shirt and a free ticket to Magic Springs. So get out on the gridiron and support your community. Visit obi.org slash events today. Looking for a free event this summer for the whole family? Then check out Amplify Fest this Friday and Saturday, August 18th and 19th in Benton, just off I-30. Come enjoy great music, food, and games for the whole family. And gather with tens of thousands to hear a message of hope and encouragement from the nationally known artist. This is your opportunity to make lasting memories with your family before the summer ends. For more information and to reserve a free ticket, visit AmplifyFest.org. That's AmplifyFest.org. You don't want to miss this. See you there. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at lionsdrug.com. Bank OZK has always strived for excellence. During every economic storm, through every season of hardship, and despite every obstacle, we've reached for greater. Because we know to achieve excellence, you've got to keep pushing, keep building, keep growing, and just keep going. At Bank OZK, we're reaching for greater heights so you can be greater than you can imagine. Visit a branch or OZK.com today. Bank OZK. Greater awaits. Member FDIC. The Zone and the Oakland Racing Casino Resort Studio is back. Want to get into the show but you can't call? Text 661-1037 and give us your thoughts. If I wrote you a symphony Just to say how much you mean to me If I told you you were beautiful Would you date me on the regular All right, expecting a call from Chris Harris. The Tennessee Titans defensive back coach. Long time, 18th NFL season in any in some capacity. According to my information, I got that from the Tennessee Titans website, Wes, so it must be true. Yes, it is true. It's a long time. And his, he played high school where? Fair. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Was he on? No. <laughs> <laughs> Cobb's team? Yeah, just no. missed it? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't miss it by much, right? No, no, not by much. Probably a couple years? Yeah, four or five years maybe. I'm pretty old. Yeah, me too. Those years start to kind of blend in together. Uh, we will hear from him hopefully here in just a minute. Find out what's going on uh, with anticipation mounting for NFL teams, college teams, high school teams, grade school teams. Remember, everybody's hyped. It's about that time. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, Angry Buckeyes on the line. We'll wait uh, on Chris. Talk to him. What's up, buddy? What's up, fellas? Hey. You had some questions about a hole in one ball? Yeah. How'd yeah, that happen? What, what an experience. It's just uh, right place, right time. 
I had some uh, some seats there on the eleventh uh, hole. For those who and missed it earlier, Angry Buckeye was at the tournament over in uh, Memphis. And who hit the yeah, hole in Sam one? Sam Burns. Sam Burns. Okay. Sam Burns. Yeah. So we're we're just sitting there, and I'd been in that seat for about ten minutes, uh, <laughs> a little after ten o'clock in the morning. And Kuchar hits first and sticks it. I mean, it's just, in, you know, inside of the three feet there, we're like, wow, that's a really good shot. And then Sam Burns hits, and I'm saying, I think he's all over it. Oh, that's all over it. And then it smacks the stick about two and a half feet up the stick and just follows the stick straight into the hole. Hmm. And, uh, of course, the place goes wild. Everybody's high-fiving and jumping around, and it takes a few minutes for them to walk up there to the green. And uh, people got their cameras out and their video and him get the ball out. And all of a sudden, he turns and throws the ball into the and we're all, you know, just shocked, and nobody does that. Mm-hmm. And it uh, it goes a few a few seats down to my left. Uh, somebody with all thumbs tried to grab it. It bounced off the seat, rolled between the legs, and I snatched it. Hmm. And uh, and proceeded to celebrate a little bit after that. And a few minutes later, the PGA came by and did a little interview that you might see online somewhere if you're looking for it. And then uh, I tried to go get Sam Burns to sign it uh, when he finished 18. But if you remember, he missed a short birdie putt on 18 and was pretty disgusted with himself. And when he walked by, I said, hey, man, would you like to sign your hole-in-one ball? And he says, I only do signatures up here at the pro shop or at the, the scores table. So I walked all the way up to the scores table, and he walked inside and signed his scorecard and never came back out of it. Mm. So I didn't get the autograph, but I got the ball, and I, I got the story. So. By, by autographs, does he mean just signs a scorecard, or does he mean <laughs> he signs other stuff, too? Uh, well, so, uh, you know, the kids are all lined up around the putting greens there, so oftentimes the guys will go in and sign the scorecards and then come back out and sign mm-hmm. the, the flags and the balls and everything like that. And, and Kuchar came back out, and he was walking down the aisle, and he saw me holding the ball there. He said, uh, would you like me to initial that ball? And I said, well, I think it would be awkward if you Sam signed Sam Burns' hole-in-one ball. And he goes, yes, yes, that would be awkward. And just skipped <laughs> over me and went on to the next one. So, well, that's cool. At least uh, you had a couple of good interactions. Yeah, yeah, they were they were all nice except for uh, you know I, I tried to get Jordan, I tried to get a couple of the other guys. I think I'm just too old. They they were they were pandering to the kids, which is fine. Yeah. I like it, but yeah. I get it. But yeah. Anyway, well, good, good man. I'm glad you got that. That's cool. Yeah. Thanks, fellas. If you get the video, send it to us. He did. Oh, he it's did. It's on Instagram. Oops. He sent it to. It's on the text line. I just hung up on Chris. I was oh. trying to hang up on Buckeye. Oh. Oopsie. Wow. I'll, I'll call back. Text your guy. My bad. <laughs> Sorry, wrong button. God. That's what, awkward. What a moron. I mean, he's just an NFL coach. <laughs> yeah, I'm so stupid. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, Man. That's a pretty cool story. Yeah. I mean, not to just to, I mean, to witness a hole-in-one would be cool. Yeah. But then for the guy to throw it up in the stands and get it. Yeah. That's pretty neat. Sam's from uh, Shreveport and played at LSU. In spite of that, still pretty cool story. Yeah. Boy, that's that, surely he'll just call. You right talk back, about a case right? of the Mondays. I mean, that is that's a Monday right there. That's a Monday move. There he is. Okay. All right. Let's go to the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Don't hang up and talk to Chris Harris, Coach. I'm so sorry. I hit the wrong button and I hung up on you. I was trying to hang up on our caller. How are you? Doing well. So I just want to set the stage for what, what you can anticipate this interview is going to be like. So if that's the bar, we're going to do better than that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh thanks for coming on with us i appreciate you and we'll treat you better than that uh the rest of the way here but um you know tennessee now and you know we're obviously watching closely over there with the burks connection what's uh what's camp been like and how you feeling going into exhibition season here oh man camp's been uh really good i mean the guys here and there i mean they've been working their butt off it's been um it's been fun for me um so you know we were uh uh, going into these preseason games, you know, we're just trying to see guys get better and uh, see uh, which guys can help us um, make the team. You guys uh, had your first preseason game against the Bears this past weekend. Uh, what what do you see in the preseason game from your guys? Oh man, it was uh, it was some good, some bad. You know, some um, some learning experiences uh, for for some of the young guys. A lot of the young players got opportunities to get out there and play. And so uh, it was exciting for a lot of those uh, rookies to get their first opportunity to play in the National Football League. And so, um, you know, it, it was some big eyes out there a little bit, but they got to calm down. Uh, it was exciting to see um, Trey Avery get an interception. He's a second-year player for us. Um, so, so that was exciting. How much can you use your past experiences, you know, being in their shoes uh, and help them out for their first preseason games, their first NFL games? Uh, you know, I, I try to – 
and my coaching style is to always rely back on my uh, on my playing days and my experiences to try to um, guide them and, uh, and and let them know you know where some potholes may be, where some snakes in the grass are, so you know they don't have to uh, to go through that. And so I I, I often use uh, my own personal experiences when coaching my players. Talking to Chris Harris on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, the, he is the uh, defensive back coach and also pass game coordinator with the Titans. So how, how do you guys formulate the game plan? What's the process like, Coach, in the week leading up to a game? Oh, man, everybody has a responsibility. So, you know, we just uh, we, we sit in there, you know, heads together, you know, watch tape and kind of come up with uh, different coverages, different fronts that, that we think uh, uh, will be effective for the opponents that we're getting ready to play. So we all got a little bit of insight into how this all works with the quarterback series on on Netflix. Did you watch any of that? No, I have not. I, I saw it came out, but I haven't watched it. Well, for us who were, you know, we're just, you know, obviously armchair quarterbacks. We don't really know anything. It was interesting because it was very insightful on all the things they have to go through in, in preparation for a week. And you know, they talked about the differences in the game plan and how specific things are to the opponent. I mean. Uh, you know, I guess some of us probably thought, you know, a lot of times you guys try to do what you do, and then, uh, you know, I assume you formulate a little bit to the opponent. But um, how different does a game plan look week to week? Is it significantly different, or do you guys have some some basic things you're going to try to do every week? Uh, it, it, it's a little bit of both. Um, you know, you kind of do what you do, but then you do some things that um, that are specific for for certain teams based off of what they do. Um, as far as when you game plan, so it's, it's, it's a little bit of both. But yeah, especially for those quarterbacks, it's it's very meticulous um, with all the little things that they put in uh, as far as the opponents that they're playing. How hard is it? Uh, you're getting used to, I guess, you know, being in Tennessee now. But um, as far as the guys you you played against, prepping for them, who was, who are some of the hardest guys you had to deal with in, in preparing as a defensive back, and now as a coach, who are the the guys that you find the most difficult to prepare for now? Um, it, it, there's so many great players in this league now. You know, when I was uh, playing, you know, Steve Smith was one guy that, that you had to get prepared for. You had to know where he was at all times uh, when I was playing. So I was fortunate enough to be a teammate of his for three years, but playing on the opposite side of him, um, he was a guy you definitely needed to know uh, where he was. And so, I mean, there, there are so many special players in this league that when you game plan, you always got to know who who are the guys who can, who can wreck a game, and you try to um, make sure that they don't do that. You got <clears throat> Traylon Burks. You have to practice against uh, every day, uh, and your DBs have to try to slow him down. How is Traylon doing? What do you think of him? Uh, I, I like Traylon. He, I kind of gravitated towards Traylon. Him being from Arkansas, me being from Arkansas, from Little Rock. So you know, he was one of the first guys I uh, I talked to when the whole team got here, just because we had that uh, that, that hometown connection. And I think he's doing a uh, he's doing a good job. You know, he's coming out, he's working his tail off every single day, and you see him improving every single day he's out here. So you know, he's a tough guy to uh, to, to to cover. I mean, he's big, strong, and fast. Yeah, he he had some legendary stories that, you know, catches he was making a game, but they 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 said no, that's nothing. You ought to see what he does in practice every day. Some of the catches. Are you already seeing that? I, I have, I have. He made a spectacular one today. You know, we just got off the field. He made a spectacular one. So I mean, I'm I'm excited for him. Excited to see his growth from year one to year two. Um, so and I think he's really going to help us this season. Very familiar with you from your time at Jay Fair and then playing in the NFL. Uh, kind of walk me through your coaching career and what all you've done. Oh, man. So I, I started, um, I retired after the 2012 season. So that was my last season playing. I jumped right into coaching. So I uh, started with Chicago Bears as a quality control coach for two seasons. And then I uh, went to San Diego at the time with the Chargers. And then we moved up to L.A. So I was with the Chargers for uh, four seasons. And then I ended up getting – I was assistant DB coach there. Then I ended up getting a title in Washington as the head DB coach in 2020. So I spent three seasons there. And now I uh, got the opportunity to come here to Tennessee and now have the pass game coordinator corners uh, title here. So it's been a uh, it's been a fun career. Um, I'm loving it. I love every minute of it. Um, it it's, it's not work for me. What led you to Tennessee? You know, it just uh, the opportunity presents itself. Um, I was uh, contract was up in Washington, and you know, just wanted to figure some things out. And uh, this was a great opportunity um, promotion to come here to Tennessee and get this pass game coordinator title um, and, and work under Coach Vrabel, who I think does an amazing job. I've always admired him from a, from a distance. Um, and so, getting the opportunity to come here, learn, 
um, the system that they're running and doing something. So it's, that, that was kind of ultimately the, the, the factor. So, yeah, what do you like about what he does? How has it been working with him so far now that you've got an opportunity to be, you know, on the team with him? It's been great. I mean, he's a very demanding coach, and he's um, he's into developing not only his players but also Mm -hmm. into developing coaches. I mean, with the opportunity he gave our defensive line coach, Coach Terrell, who definitely deserved it to be the head coach for this past preseason game. And so just his demeanor, the way he goes about his business, um, the way he he relates to everybody Mm -hmm. any and everybody so i mean he he does a phenomenal job relating to the players not only the players the coaches and the support staff around him did you know him much as a player when you guys were in in the league i i didn't know him we we played against each other shoot probably three or four times Mm -hmm. um you know i I didn't know personally know him um but you know i've I've been on the other end of, of some teams uh throughout our careers Gotcha. Talking to Chris Harris, if you just tuning in again, Titans defensive back coach and past game defensive coordinator. What, uh, what, at what point in your life did you say, you know what, coaching, after I get done playing, that's what I'm going to do? You know, it was probably my uh, probably my second year in the league. Um, so my, both of my parents are, are retired educators. Um, they're in, uh, they, they worked in Alexandria, or Alexander, uh, Arkansas. And so they're retired educators. And, you know, teaching kind of is, is, is in my blood. I get it naturally from my mother and my father. And so probably my second year in the NFL, um, I decided that whenever my career was over with, coaching was what I was going to do. I didn't know at what level. And as I kept playing, I was I said, you know, this the NFL level is the level that I want to coach at. So I was preparing myself as a player um, throughout my eight-year career. I was preparing myself to be put in this situation and and to be ready. What coaches made the biggest impact on you? Oh, man, there there are so many. Um, Lovey Smith was a huge impact on me. Um, uh, uh, John Fox playing for him. And then Steve Wilkes, who's now the defensive coordinator over there in in San Francisco. He was my defensive backs coach for two years in Chicago. Um, And Ron Rivera, who I worked for in Washington, he was my defensive coordinator in Chicago. And, uh, you know, he's kind of had a a huge impact on my coaching career, as well as Gus Bradley. You know, I was able to be his assistant for three years um, and run my – I mean, I could go on. I've taken a piece of some – of every coach that I've worked with or worked under um, because I was an assistant for Ron Miles for four seasons. And that, that was invaluable. Um, you know, to be able to learn from him. He had been in the league for 26 years, and so uh, it was very valuable. And so just trying to soak up information and and kind of see how they do things and, and okay, how do I want to do it when I get my opportunity and I take bits and pieces from all of them. This day and age of the NFL, heck, even college, high school, it is, it's it's line it up, throw it around. Uh, you know, these these offenses are, are geared towards the wide receiver and the quarterback. How I mean, it's almost like you got one hand tied behind your back as a DB or a secondary coach. What's your style? How do you try to slow these powerful offenses down? Uh, you you got to try to get physical with them. It all starts with the pass rush. I mean, everything starts up front. Um, you know, if you got a good pass rush, you can get after the passer. It makes it um, uh, somewhat, and I wouldn't say easy because none of it's easy, but it, it, it makes it a little easier in the secondary when you got a um, pass rush that can get after the quarterback and, and then give them all day uh, in the pocket to throw it around because the rules have changed. You know, you can't touch guys down the field anymore. <laughs> so you got to try to play within the rules. You can't hit them too hard. You get a penalty. So being able to uh, play within the framework of the rules and, and use the rules to our advantage. We were uh, marveling at the renderings of the new stadium over there. And obviously in the business that you work in, you never know how long you're going to end up at being in one place or another. But but uh, have you guys looked at that? And then we were also wondering, where is it going? I mean, where are they going to put the new stadium? We have not seen that because, uh, you know, again, there's only limited amount of space that they're going to stay in the downtown area. Yeah, you know, I, I'm not sure where they're putting the stadium at. I, I, I saw the, the the video, and I think it's a, a beautiful stadium. Not sure. I have no clue about that. Uh, those are one of the things that I, that I don't really pay attention to. I don't focus <laughs> on it because it's not really football-related. Right. So I, 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 I don't know too much about it, but I did see the pictures in the video, and it does look beautiful. Obviously, Chicago is one of the storied franchises in the NFL. You know, obviously, it's a great place to start your career. What are your what are your memories of playing there and, and the community there when you were a bear? It was unbelievable. We had uh, phenomenal fans uh, when I was a player. Uh, you know, my probably best memory is being able to. Uh, I got two of them when we won the NFC Championship mm-hmm. game in Chicago. We beat New Orleans in '06, the '06 season, and then playing, of course, playing in the Super Bowl. Although we lost, 
But, you know, being able to play in that Super Bowl game, uh, get an interception off of um, Hall of Fame quarterback Peyton Manning, that's probably one of the, the biggest memories I've had um, mm-hmm. as a player. That was the game where you guys opened with a kickoff return for a touchdown? Yes, yes. Hmm. What are you thinking Open at that point? <laughs> what a great start. I, 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 I thought it was a great start. I'm sorry, we, we're, we're about to get them. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was the same year the national championship game started with a kickoff return mm-hmm. for a touchdown, and the team that did, I think it was Ohio State, mm-hmm. and they came up yeah. short against LSU mm-hmm. that same year. It's a crazy deal. but Absolutely, uh, it is. Uh, obviously, this is also not directly football-related, but Coach Vrabel's birthday is today. Will you guys do anything for him? It is. I just wish him happy birthday walking in here to call you guys. <laughs> so we just we we just got off the practice field. Gotcha. What uh, can you describe Derrick Henry? What he looks like? <laughs> Massive. <laughs> Massive. My son. He's one of my son's favorite players. Who's seven? So you got to take a picture with him last week, and it was <laughs> it was kind of funny to see the size difference. But he he's a huge be- human being. Um, he's <laughs> a uh, a very special football player. A great football player. Well, you're a big safety. Uh, how would you uh, try to tackle Derrick Henry? I try to go right through his face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how, how, where are his shoe tops, and how how low can I go? I'm like trying to tackle the bottom of his cleats, but uh, yeah, I, I was a little different. I, I was a little crazy in the head, somewhat. Some would say, <laughs> yeah. What about your son? Is he going to play football? He's playing now, so I have uh, my 12-year-old. He's playing tackle football. He, he loves every minute of it. This is his third season. He's a wide receiver. Um, he's got really good hands. His 12-year-old self would demolish me when I was 12. <laughs> How do you feel about that? Are you are you uh, bothered by the fact that he's on the other side of the ball? Are you okay with it? No, nah, I'm not. I'm okay with it because uh, I wanted him to play DB, but I mean, he's a natural catcher of the football, and he, can, he does it all, so it's, it's fun to watch. Well, Coach, I'm sorry I hung up on you on accident, uh, but I really appreciate the time today. Good luck to you and the Titans this season, and maybe we can catch up again down the road here. All right, excellent. Thanks, you guys, for having me. You bet. Take care. All right, talk to you later. See you. Bye-bye. There you go. He said he talked to us later, so that's, I'm going to count that Done. up. We're going to get him again. That's awesome. Good for him. Uh, that's cool. He's uh, he's all business. I'd say if we took a poll, they'd be the probably fourth favorite team in the state of Arkansas, maybe third. Cowboys, Chiefs, Saints, Titans. I think it's probably yeah. It's probably a good good bet. Mm-hmm. I bet Steelers are maybe up there. They're yeah, Steelers and Raiders are a national brand. Mm-hmm. I would think both of those for sure. But yeah, you probably. I mean, obviously, you got the regional connection. Yeah, the further east you go, you're going to have more Titans. Games. I'm surprised I've not gone to a game there. Honestly, it's a nice stadium. We oh, had, we were there for the Music City Bowl years ago when we went to uh, Nashville for my. Uh, father-in-law's big birthday celebration that we were there on a Sunday that the Titans played at home. We didn't get to go to the game, but we were downtown when the game got done. And it was just so cool watching everybody walk across the bridge to that yep. downtown area. It's awesome. It is awesome. We had somebody say, uh, let us know that the new stadium will be built on undeveloped metro land on the East Bank. Yeah, I'm told here the stadium's going in the current parking lot there, and then they're going to demolish Nissan and redevelop the area. So I got that from somebody who would know because his he's got a relative that works for the Titans. Oh, so pretty good, good authority. So basically, what we thought they're going to build it in the parking lot and then they're going to make do. So, but again, I mean, you can get downtown or you can get to the stadium without parking next to the stadium. You know what I mean? In fact, I'd rather not park next to the stadium and I'd rather just, as you yeah. said, walk over Uber, whatever. I mean, thousands of people were walking across the bridge yeah. to downtown. That's the way to do it. It's eleven fifty-four. We got to hit a break. Bell and Sword in Conway has moved to a new larger location. Ah, this is Joseph Pena of the Arkansas basketball team. Bell and Sword is now located at 1011 Oak Street, a larger selection of everything for men. A Martin Dingman store within a store. More shoes and belts. More of your favorites. Peter Millar, Johnny O, Sachs, Mizzen and Main, and remember, a tailor on staff. Bell and Sword, 1011 Oak Street, Conway, on Facebook and Instagram. Greatness doesn't happen overnight. It takes time, focus, and dedication. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that because we've put in the hard work and dedication for decades. And that commitment has paid off with award-winning customer service for your auto, home, and life insurance. See Gary Elmore in Lone Oak, Todd Matthews in Benton, or Lawrence Forrester in Cabot today. 
From the same ownership that brought you Whitehall Fresh Market, now comes Prime Fresh Market in Sheridan. Still that same authentic meat market with the best selection of quality meats as well as one-on-one personal service. Prime Fresh Market, located on the Sheridan Bypass, is Grant County's newest home for a huge variety of seafood. Fresh cooked-to-go dishes, salad bar options, deli sandwiches, seafood boils, and the best quality meat selections around. All this along, of course, with a legendary lunch buffet. It can be found in Sheridan at Prime Fresh Market. Look them up on Facebook today. Staples presents a lesson in back-to-school savings. Your local Staples now accepts Amazon returns. So when you return your Amazon order at Staples, you receive a coupon for $10 off your next $30 Staples purchase. So you can save even more on top of huge back-to-school deals. Like right now, two pocket poly folders and Staples 8-count number 2 pencils are each just 50 cents. Staples gives you more ways to save even more. 50 cent offers and 826. Pricing and limits may vary in-store and online. Amazon return offer in-store only. Exclusions apply. Dad, I don't feel good. <coughs> I'll grab the Vicks Dayquil Kids, honey. Isn't Dayquil just for parents? Actually, Vicks Dayquil Kids, honey, is just for kids. Specially designed to treat kids' most bothersome cold symptoms quickly with a honeylicious tasting flavor kids like. You know what else kids like? Dayquil Kids, honey, first, then video games. Deal. Vicks Dayquil Kids Honey. The kids' honeylicious daytime coughing congestion stuffy head stuffy nose medicine. Safe for ages 6+. plus. Welcome back to The Zone in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network with Justin Eckrey and Wes Moore. Hi, 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 hi. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Just about out of time for this hour. Went a little long with Chris Harris, and appropriately so. Let's be honest. Everything we said to him or talked about with him, far more interesting than what we're going to come up with, but I was really happy to have him on with us. That was cool. Um, this person says, uh, this is Freddie. Uh, how we feeling? Sorry I've been on vacay in the crystal blue Mediterranean, baby. Mm. Highly recommend a Mediterranean cruise. Sailed out of Italy to Spain, then Trinidad to Portugal to fly back. So much casino action, but I miss my Oakland app. Hit some big baseball props parlay over the weekend. Good for you. Um, does Oakland have prop bets or prop bet parlays? Yes. If so, I would just throw some coin on Matt Olson to Homer or plus runs parlay. Keep it real, fellas. Did not miss this heat, so pour one out for the ones in it. Live free. Okay. Matt Olson took the lead in Major League Baseball this weekend for home runs, overtaking Shohei. I saw Otani's going to be held out from a pitching appearance. Give his arm a little rest. He's got arm fatigue. Oh, you're welcome. Mm, Yeah. They also lost their series against the Astros. So, the Angels did. Okay. Well, it's a good thing they didn't make any moves, huh? Because they mm, really they actually take did advantage. make some pitching moves and stuff like that. They just decided to hold on to Otani. Yes, and they are not going to do much, it doesn't look like. No. All right, we've got an hour left, and we will bring it to you. Bell and Sword Entertainment Report coming up after the break. Stay tuned to the zone. Take your yard up to the next level with the Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Josh Dickinson is a former PGA Tour caddy and his landscape designs are inspired by some of the most beautiful golf courses around the world. Call Josh at 501-794-2770 for all of your landscaping needs. Flower beds a mess? Josh's crew can give your home the curb appeal you've always wanted. The Caddy's Touch Landscaping also installs French drains, retaining walls, 